Well, happy Christmas, everybody. Not quite the Christmas we imagined or even expected. I've got no humbugs which I'm flying around the room this year or even flying toys for that matter. Perhaps something to look forward to next year. But wherever you find yourself today, may you know the abundant peace and joy of Jesus Christ. Not just the baby laid in a manger, but our resurrected King, the Saviour of the world. And before I go any further, I just want to say on behalf of Ginny and myself, and indeed all the leaders here at All Nations, a very big thank you to all the staff and the many, many volunteers who have worked so tirelessly, given sacrificially, and been so servant-hearted throughout what has been such a testing and challenging year. We're so grateful for you, and we do love you dearly, and it's just a joy and a privilege to share this journey with you as we serve Jesus. So thank you so, so much. Well, we're going to get into God's Word, and Ginny is going to read to us from a very familiar passage, John chapter 1, as we celebrate this Christmas Day. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He only came as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was not in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, there's no doubt that 2020 will be a year that will live long in the memory. A year that has introduced a whole new way of doing daily life. Last year, if you walked into a bank with a mask on, you know what would happen. This year, if you walked into a bank without a mask on, you know what would happen. And what about the new phrases in our vocabulary? Social distancing. Ah, oh, don't like that one. Self-isolation. Track and trace. Zooming. There's a thing. Before this year, who would have known much about Zoom? And of course, COVIDiot. There's quite a few of those around at the moment, unfortunately. And the one I really, really like, hands, face, space. That's so good, isn't it? Because it really gets the message across. And it's so much better than the other one. Stay alert, whatever that means. I've been thinking about hands, face, 
space. And whilst it's vital that we follow those things, and I, and I really hope we'll take that seriously over this Christmas time. I know we want to have time together and fun together, but we just need to make sure that we're also safe. So please, we need to follow those guidelines. But at the same time, I was struck by how unlike the God we know and worship that is. How that is so not Jesus coming to earth as a little baby and as our saviour. What do I mean? Well, firstly, hands. Jesus has not washed his hands of us. He's not a hands-off saviour. He is the God who took on flesh and blood, who became fully man. He entered into this world and got his hands dirty with humanity and the stuff of our lives. He's always been king. He was king from the beginning, but he wasn't born in a palace. He was born in a room full of animals. I'm not talking about the people now, real animals. And he was laid not in a cot, but in an animal's feeding trough. And through his life, he touched the lepers and the outcasts, the poor and the needy, the untouchables of his day. He opened the eyes of the blind. He unstopped the ears of the deaf and he made the paralyzed to walk. And he broke bread and fish and fed thousands, all with these hands that also flung stars into space at the beginning of creation. You see, one touch from the king changes everything. And yet it wasn't in a manger, but on a cross that Jesus ultimately got his hands dirty. There he got into the nitty gritty and carried the sin and grot of the world. All the stuff that separates us from God and us from each other, we, we know all about that stuff. And he carried it in his hands. And those hands were nailed to a cross. He didn't wash his hands of us. Through those hands, we got washed clean with the ultimate sanitizer, his blood. It says later in the New Testament, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Through him getting his hands dirty, he gives us the opportunity to be made clean. The word became flesh. He's no hands off God. Secondly, face. Many ask the question, what does God look like? Who is he? So many feel that God is somehow rather like Father Christmas or Santa Claus. But listen to who Father Christmas is, according to Michael Bublé. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
He sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. So you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Because Santa Claus is coming to town. Seriously, man, that's creepy. He's a bit stern, that Father Christmas guy, isn't he? And you know, many feel that God is just like that, waiting for us to get it wrong, to put us on his naughty list. But Jesus has shown us the true face of God. We've just read. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. We've seen his glory. We've seen his face. Later, Jesus would say, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus has removed the mask. He's unveiled the Godhead for all to see. And what we see is a God who comes after the lost and the broken and the hurting. He's the friend of sinners, hallelujah. And he celebrates with a party in heaven. Everyone who turns from sin and turns to him. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. He came to reveal a father who longs for his prodigal children to come home. And when they do, they find a father smiling and running towards them with open arms. That's the face of God that Jesus reveals. And the wonder is this, that when we come to Jesus, we get to reveal his face to the world. It says that we, with unveiled faces, all reflect the Lord's glory and we're being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. That's amazing, isn't it? The mask comes off and we get to show the world the face of Jesus. And so every act of kindness done in the name of Jesus, every prayer for the sick or release for the oppressed, every gospel or good news word spoken for his glory, every gift given to bring blessing to others gets to show the face of Jesus more and more. Come on. Show his face to the world. Let the mask come off. And finally, space. What we see in Jesus is the God who has not kept his distance from us. I'm so glad about that. He has come close. One of the beautiful names for Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God with us. In Jesus Christ, God has come to make his home in our space. It says the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. He's not far away. He's not even two meters. The Bible says he's closer than a brother. And when we make space for him, he takes up residence in us and with us, never to leave us or forsake us. He's faithful. But he doesn't force his way in. He waits to be invited. Again, we just read, didn't we? To all who received him. To those who believed in his name. 
he gave the right to become children of God. When we receive him, he invades our space with his joy and his peace and his comfort and yes, his life. And wherever you are right now, you can welcome him and he will come in. He can meet you and transform your world with his goodness and his forgiveness. He can bring light into the darkness and right now transform your Christmas. You may be on your own. I'm so sorry that you may be in that place. You were not made to do life in self-isolation. You were made to do life with Jesus Christ, your Saviour and my Saviour. So welcome him in, even now. So hands, face, space. And all this is from his grace, his undeserved kindness and love, which he pours out on you and me with abundance. So this is the response that we need to make. I want to urge you to do this. Grab his hands. Grab hold of this opportunity. Grab him. Grab his hands. Look into his face. How do we do that? We do that in worship. Take loads of time this Christmas just to worship him, to behold his glory, to adore him, to sing praises to him. And let him fill the space of your life, welcoming him in. Receive his grace, receive his truth. Hands, face, space, and grace. It just remains for me to wish you a very joy-filled Christmas. And may 2021 be the COVID conquering year, a year where we know peace and prosperity in all we get to do for Jesus. The Lord bless you. Have an amazing Christmas day.